0: Hello and welcome to Canberra Metalheads, you got Mikey Malpas and tonight you'll hear an interview that I recorded with the guys from Dead here on Canberra Metalheads. Hello and welcome to the show. You've got Markie Malpas, and tonight we're listening to episode 51. Uh, later on, I'll be catching up with the guys from Dad. You'll hear a pre recorded interview that I did with uh, those guys down on the South Coast. We've got a interesting selection of um some punk and metal from around australia kicking it off for the first one with a little bit of um the usual uh, metal and deathcore later on in the track as well as our um, canberra metalheads gig guide so stick around now to listen to friends or rom we've never had so much fun here on canberra metalheads i smoked
1: a pack of cigarettes before midday coughed up along around one can't see a thing through my eyes that sting I can't remember having so much fun Well I've never had so much fun No I've never had so much fun I can't remember when I've ever had so much fun Can't water the water. try to come
0: was King Parrot with Bite Your Head Off. Before that we had Clowns with Soul for Sale and at the top as you know we had Frenzel Rom with Never Had So Much Fun. Nice uh three track listing there. You got your your punk and your um and your metal punk as well with King Parrot. I love Bite Your Head Off. It's got a good rhythm to it. I love watching those guys play that live. Really really cool song, really fun band to watch. As well as Friends of Rom, they've played uh, in Canberra multiple times. Always a great band to see. And obviously, Clowns, that's the, uh, the crowd favourite as well. So, cool little bracket kicking off the show tonight. Um, we've got a track now before we get into the interview section. So, we're listening now to Hog Dance by Dead here on Canberra Metalheads. Hello and welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalhead. You got Marky Malpas, and I'm joined here with the guys from Dead. From right to left, we've got I got uh, Jem, I play drums, cool. sing a bit.
2: Jace, uh, I play bass, sing, and on the recordings, yeah. I play guitar. That's it, actually, That's yeah, it just did, guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. guitar and bass.
0: Rad. All right, well, um, it's good to have have you guys on the show. and notice you uh, playing the, uh, you know, the 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 crazy show last night at the basement doing the um i was actually showing the video before to uh to jim before the uh up on this on the barrier oh, yeah, doing yeah, the yeah. final part of the closing of the sh- of the show yeah um yeah i dig dig that um uh, feel and also i was talking to one of the boys uh, we we're talking to him after trying used to run the bar and he was saying that like anyone that says they're into drum and bass you could say good oh you like dead then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, he
2: said he said it was the most brutal thing he'd heard in in his
0: time uh, Dude, it was insane <laughs> like as far as because it's also unique and it's not often you get a two-piece i mean we had our uh, bell witch play at yeah. the ba- basement yeah, yeah. um from washington yeah um if you guys know those guys yeah and i heard them yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but like a slower doom metal band yeah but um yeah it's cool to cool to see a two-piece rocking it out um smashing it through you guys are i was saying to um, Lukey earlier it's good that we have a gig with you guys on it because I remember way back in the day when you used to play at North Street yeah yeah um, he'd come home with you know vinyls and stuff like that Yeah, and and, uh, he'd say you know man I don't have a record player so can you like (laughs) play this for me so I can listen to it and uh, yeah those
2: gigs were awesome at North Street and and it's, it's really cool to like we met people when they were underage you know yeah. and now however many years later they're you and know like bands and yeah there's a lot uh, the, the energy that that space created yep definitely affected you know like a, a whole kind of generation of kids around here which is it's really cool to see you know? yeah
0: well it It influenced uh, Lukey and, like, he's running gigs now. Sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. And created South Coast Metalheads off that. Yeah. Like, they definitely influenced everything that he's done there because that was the first taste of actual gigs. Yeah. You know, he used to go to, like, the occasional, like, you know, all-ages festivals and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But it was the first vibe of what it was like to actually hang out with bands and, you know, watch proper, like, sort of gigs. Well, it's pretty up close in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That
2: venue, so but yeah. that, that's what was great about it too like yeah you did meet kind of almost everyone who was at the gig
0: it also helps like with dudes like drew that kind of are in the scene they it's, it gives you a different perspective i think like when sometimes when you get venue owners that haven't played in bands before or or been part of the scene for a long time it changes the vibe so everything was good with him and and the venue um and what he did for the scene Oh yeah,
3: I was just gonna say it's like if you, you know, if you if you if you're growing up and the only music you've seen is at festivals or on big stages, yep. There's this real, there's this barrier. It, it probably makes it feel a bit more like, oh, that's not something I can do. Yeah. But then, in a, in that North Street cafe is about as kind of about as ridiculous as it could be. That's right. You yeah. know, as far as having a squish in there. And so you can so you sort of see it without any of the effects, or any of the you know any of that kind of vaseline on the lens that like <laughs> the that, that, that like a you know a big show might do. Yeah, yeah perfect,
0: man. It's mm-hmm. it's like one of those things. You know that it's like a personal crowd when like you know I've seen crowds really close where um, so used to be this venue I used to do comedy at called the Front. Oh yeah, and yeah, we played there. Y- yeah, so yeah. you know that that space, right? We, if you have a mic stand fall over, one of the audience members can pick it up. Like yeah, that's yeah. what kind of personal level you want. You want, yeah, yeah, You want the audience to be able to, if they want to, touch you. <laughs> yeah, Yo, I,
2: I have like a lot of chips in my teeth, and one tooth removed because of mic mic stand. Like uh, one of those mics <laughs> yeah. smashing into. Oh a, into really? My mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A lot of times <laughs> <laughs> at gigs like that, and you know, basement gigs
0: and shit like that. Yeah, but yeah.
2: Which are the you know the energy is right there. You can't ignore it. You know, so it's yeah.
0: I think that's one thing with the basement. Although it's gotten bigger, it's still maintained that personal feel. The um, which the, with the basement, like it's gotten bigger, but it's still maintained that. F- that vibe. back room's great. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's,
2: it's like a proper venue, but it's a dec- It's not. Crazy size, like, yeah, being, yeah, like yeah. It sounds good and it's, yeah, it feels really good to play. The stage is great, and you know, yeah, it's
0: great. Yeah, that's right. Well, like, you guys like got a massive sound, and in that room, there, it just like really brings it home. Yeah. So. I like that that feel about it,
2: and uh, and they have a barrier that we can stand on, and exactly. be and, idiots. And
0: yeah, I love that part. I'll probably chuck that video up on our um, Instagram later <laughs> for everybody to check out. But <laughs> yeah, that's a really really cool. That guys, um, d- as soon as as soon as you jumped up on the barrier and started playing l- um, the last bit of the drum beat, like from a standing position, I'm like, let's see where this goes, man. And I was uh, pleasantly surprised. <laughs> uh, we got any. Um, so at the moment we're at the Smoky Dan's venue, the second part of the Capital of the Coast tour, um, and we're um, doing a like a day day gig here. Chud's just about to kick off um, out the back. Them Who right. are awesome, yeah, yeah, man. Great, nice we allot.
2: were s- really stoked to see them last night. It was
0: great. Yeah, cool. Like this, have you seen Chud before? I nah, never. Them? Never yeah. heard of them. No. So yeah. in my my mind, I can't seem to think of a another industrial. Metal band in Canberra. I think they're one of the only indu- or oh, if if not the only industrial metal band in Canberra. Yeah, um, I,
2: I never, I I didn't, I didn't pinpoint it to that, but I did hear like um, little bits of Killing Joke, who are like a really yeah. I love Killing Joke a yeah, lot, cool. so yeah, I heard that in them, and uh, I l- I like the kind of bit of punky element. That's kind of my favourite metal. Has got yeah. a bit of punk to it. I well, like the drummer really. Yeah, they just did got that.
3: that good energy they just seem like weirdos yeah Yeah. it's good man (laughs) yeah yeah a mismatch of people yeah Yeah. and they're sort of it's like they're backing whatever it is that they're doing you know they're not not hesitating yeah
0: and that's uh yeah that's been their vibe since i've been watching chad now for Oh man 2012 I think uh, They oh, was, was I didn't b- know they were, uh, I think they're Originally The Devil's Work Was um, the, A lot of the members Were in a band Called Devil's Work okay. uh, yeah. Which had some Similar style Yeah, And yeah. Then Now Chud um, But yeah man uh, they, They've they got a song Called Tyrant And um, Yeah it's just Raw And yeah. Like insane And uh, I remember The first time I've seen them Play that um, The um, Guitarist Whiskey Just Like had Um was it? You know those like glasses that, like, they have eyes like holograms yeah. on it. Yeah, He's yeah. just playing tyrant with these like freak me out, creepy, those yeah. like, hologram eyeglasses on. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I just didn't like. It's just whatever. I'm doing my thing. You see, sometimes he wears like a bella on stage and just random things like that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, he had that kind of um raggy. You wore well, the rag night. last
0: night, yeah so that's cool man it gives it a good good vibe it's a bit like uh, the Templane Empire if you've seen they like a um, oh man it's like an Arabian black metal band and they oh, they dress up like crazy um, outfits on stage yeah, and stuff yeah. it's, that's why we go and see live music because it's a performance yeah, as well like definitely, you don't get yeah. that from listening from the album no no no
2: it's hard to tell what a band's like you know I mean it's a different thing isn't it but
0: yeah, yeah. So we've spoke like some of the live gigs that we've done, like uh, that you've done, including like Smoky Dance. Now we got the basement last night, and all the way back to North Street. What sort of um, venues have you? Have you got any highlights of like venues that you played around the place in Australia? Or yeah, yeah, or, or overseas? Has there only been like any that stood out? Oh man, there's heaps. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: for me, I like to smaller shows mostly. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not like we play heaps of big shows or anything, but um and some of them have been good like there's a festival that we played at um in uh montana in the u.s called total fest which um you know it was on top of having amazing bands that we love to see we got to play with them which was awesome you know that was some of the kind of bigger crowds that we played to but then the next day we might play in a basement in you know uh yeah, a tiny or town. Or a burrito or bar where they b- don't pay you. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they um, pay with burritos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No,
3: we, you know that's like that. Yeah, you. Well, that was that was two days in a row, wasn't it? You played pretty much the greatest show of your life. Yeah. You get paid. Um, uh, yeah. Awesome audience, and then the next day you turn up to the venue and the promoters just completely done a <laughs> like yeah. it just completely shafted us like yeah, and yeah. had no intention of ever paying us. <laughs> um, Man, I've heard. And, yeah, I mean, we, we don't get to play big venues very often. When I say big, like, is in venues with proper PAs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So every now and then we do, and the thing that always strikes us is, wow, it's so easy when you have a nice PA. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. R- yeah. It yeah, must yeah. be so easy yeah. for people in, like, you know, inverted commas, real bands. Yeah. Um, so... W- well, for yeah. years,
2: we kind of played... When we played in Canberra, we played at this... Um, Someone's house. What's it, Watson House? Did you ever go to that? It was yeah. in Watson? No, I didn't uh, actually. Some, like a punk house. Yeah, you know? yeah. And we'd just play in the, in the lounge room. Yeah, okay. And they'd just take the lounges out or whatever. And, I don't know, 15 people could cram <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> people would be, have their head through the window. <laughs> some people would be leaping in and out, you know. <laughs> uh, but, the, yeah, it was amazing. They were always amazing shows, but, you know... Yeah,
0: I did see the uh, there's like a little two person mosh last night. You um, it was incredible. <laughs> do you get a um, do you get like many moshes wi- with your gigs? You've seen some we, cool. We pits? played at an
3: 18th birthday recently. Right, yeah.
2: and it was inc- like everyone was moshing. Yeah, so but no, nah, not really. Um, I mean,
3: honestly, most of the the most common response for us is that people don't know what's happening or where to put it. Yeah, and it usually takes. A few times, you know, for then people to kind of warm to it. So that's... I mean, last night, I assume those two people had never seen us before. That's really unusual for us. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's well, really, they were just it makes us just really happy. Yeah, yeah, some, great. But you never know. Someone can be really... Like, we might be at a concert and loving it, but it, you wouldn't know it, you know. So I don't really care what people do as long as they don't hurt each other. Um, but, yeah, we kind of... We probably demand a little bit more attention of an audience than most people are willing to give these days, you know, so.
0: As long as you look, I think crowd involvement definitely changes. Um, I think it lifts kind of the the atmosphere as well. I get a lot of bands.
2: It's always always good to feel like we're in it together, not just, you know, uh, playing at. Yeah, people. yeah. But uh, probably our volume sometime, to some people is, is fairly confronting. Yep. I don't, it's impossible to know. I don't know what it's like to watch us. So, yeah, because yeah,
3: yeah, none of it's confronting at all to us. It all makes sense to us because yeah, yeah. we wrote it. Um, that's that's, yeah. a,
0: that's a bit like um, when I... So I interviewed a, a band at, um, on the show. It was like a hardcore band called yeah. Kid Presentable. And uh, they... Um, they have like crazy pits and mosh pits and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as well as another band, actually, Honest Crooks. They uh, they have like a insane crowd yeah. sort of presence. Um, and it, I think it, yeah, it definitely feeds into the vibe of the night. Well, the thing
2: with us is, you know, we in a set, even if it's only half an hour, we we kind of um, we don't just pummel the whole time, so. I think I think people don't really know what to do. Like, if you're a hardcore band, then you just, you know, your songs are pretty consistent. Yeah, yeah. People can sort of do the lawnmower and all that kind of <laughs> shit, and they know they know it's not going to change too much. Yeah. But you know, no one wants to look like a fool. You're halfway through a lawn mower and then beat you know, changes, we'll stop and you know it goes quiet. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be, you know, yeah. laying bricks or whatever. You <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> got all the uh, all the moves down below. <laughs> the other ones the, um, the fishing the yeah, 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 yeah yeah it's like um <laughs> so they honest crooks have some pretty insane pits and you always it seems to be an ongoing thing that there's like the uh the the ninjas as well they get like all the yeah they get <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the invisible ninjas get <laughs> some pretty crazy um crazy little pits going on there but no, it's good, man. It's good to. I know that, like you mentioned before, you like played some punk gigs and think like, like where most of the bands in the bill are, are punk sort of thing like that. Um, a lot. I know the punk crowd's pretty good with the with the mosh pit. So, remember have you ever heard of bands Standalone? They um, they're like no. a, Oh, so they're a punk band that played in Canberra. It's made up of a lot of members from like X Rose Tattoo. Um, oh, okay. Guys. Yeah. Right. And, um, man, I watched them play at ANU, and that was probably the one of the more insane crowds I've ever been to because it was, like, just, like punks that grew up listening to Rose Tattoo so these guys have been through like that scene yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah and they were moshing oh well like 40 year old <laughs> 50 year old guys <laughs> moshing no it's just the, the pure intimidation of the thing because I'm sitting there like I don't want to mosh with these guys because they know what a mosh pit is yeah you know what I mean yeah it
2: was uh, I, you know I'm 45 and yep. mosh pits were different yeah. it, it was it was just like a, a game of attrition back in, yeah I, I, you know I'm not trying to say it was <laughs> well I saw so hard you in my day, day. <laughs> But it, it was it was pretty violent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No man, that's that's one of one of those things. So you mentioned like gigs and things over the years. How long have you guys been in the scene for? How long's that Dad been going for? Um
2: ten years next year.
0: Yeah.
3: Right. <laughs> so ten, nine? So yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Um yeah. but we've yeah, we've both been playing for a long time in other, other bands. But yeah, dad's almost
0: 10 so which is
2: you know for a, for an underground band you know it's a pretty long stint in Dude, a yeah
0: absolutely yeah. and you got vinyls and stuff like that as well like that's the they're the albums that lukey used to bring home i was saying yeah. before so yeah man because i reckon when you laid them all out like i was like oh that's like i've seen them for so long because yeah. lukey bought them as they came out you yeah, know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. so like it's it's cool to see that um people can still pick them up and still get them a lot of the time people put out limited runs of of stuff and you never see like vinyl presses yeah um yeah available all the time you know yeah
2: i mean we do that to a degree but yeah um, i mean
0: we do it but we just keep releasing more
3: stuff yeah so um it doesn't yeah a lot of our stuff is out of print but it doesn't really bother us. It's all on the net, you know? Yeah. Most people that have it just stole it. <laughs> well, see, like, so. over
0: the over the past 10 years, you've probably noticed the dynamic of how people get music has changed just in 10 years alone. Yeah. Um, so as the bands progress, technology's changed around it, I guess. So uh, kind of you got to adapt for how people are listening to music. Oh, or, always. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or just, you know, uh, stay w- what you do and then people adapt around it if they... If they they really dig what you guys do. They're going to still get those mediums. I know bands that release albums on, like Kid Presentable, was saying before, releasing an album on cassette. Yeah. Still sell copies because yeah. people are like, well, I'm getting a cassette player because I want to hear this demo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah, there's
3: no, like, it's, it's always been the case, but more and more, everything changes so fast now. No one actually knows how you're supposed to do it. And everyone that says that they do Uh, lying and usually have something to gain by telling you that yeah yeah so i mean there are bands that there are bands that have never released a physical product in their life yeah and they're huge and um there are bands that uh, you know are only doing physical product and they sell lots so yeah it's really up to whatever whatever those bands can find works for them it's just a classic
0: example of how everything's driven by the fans you know if, if, if all of a sudden I did something that everyone liked, then, you know, that's what people are after. It doesn't, doesn't exactly... <laughs> um. Yeah, we're not too <laughs> fast on the
3: mediums and stuff. I mean, we make albums. We don't make, uh, you know... Like, I, we, we enjoy the fact that we make a record
0: to be listened to as an album. But you we can't control what people do, you know. Defensive. Like, on, on that subject, do you guys find, because you got vinyls, do you find the recording process different to if it was to be a digital medium? Like no, because we put like it out as end. both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um,
3: yeah I mean, we basically yeah. usually design it as how would it be as a record. And then from there... Like, it, yeah. if you
2: fantasise that someone will put an album on and listen to it from the start to the finish, yeah. you know, that's what we think of yeah yeah and it's just whoever does that i don't know
3: (laughs) because that's a that's how we grew up listening to music and that's a it just demands a little more attention yeah so it's a little bit different to streaming something off your phone and then halfway through the song someone sends you a fucking youtube video so you look at that and then you go back you know and it's not yeah yeah whereas we grew up listening to or i grew up listening to you know jethro tell records that were one song yeah and stuff like that so you, you're supposed to take it yeah. all in as one you but just go from start to finish yeah that's a lot to ask of people now you know to say oh, shorter for the attention next, span for the next 40 minutes this is going to be what you <laughs> focus on you <laughs> yeah. know like you're lucky to get five minutes out of someone
0: yeah i guess like in the like consumable society that we live in it becomes a lot quicker um, people tend to target their audience at like a thirty to one minute thirty second to one minute like window up to five. You know. Yeah, that's.
2: I mean, I don't, I don't think about that stuff to be quite honest. Yeah. I just,
0: it, it,
2: um, we joke about this, but <laughs> my my goal is to write a good song. Yeah. You know, and um, I know, I'm I may be the only one who who well, we may be the only one who actually care about that, but that's our goal. I, I don't I don't think about. Who's gonna buy, or you know, like yeah. I, I don't, I don't really think about any of that stuff.
0: I think that's like good to have, as an as a um, as a standstill though. It's like saying that because you'll be always happy doing what you're happy doing, yeah. So if you're happy producing music and you're not tailoring it for the audience,
2: well, mate, like I, I it, no one's offered me enough cash to even consider tailoring anything. Yeah, so, yeah. So you know, like. Not, I'm not saying that I would do that, but yeah. you know, it, it's insanity if you're trying to. I mean, I've, I I know bands with I've had friends in bands who are like, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do this thing, and that's because it's going to be big, and yeah. then it's not, and then they've they've been in a band for five years, yep. kind of not enjoying it, yeah. You know? yeah. It's, that, that's yeah, they're just chasing
3: all, some imaginary thing that doesn't actually exist. Yeah, they they think might happen. I, I think Congratulations
2: if it does. I don't know, I mean, you know. Like. Yeah.
3: Maybe we just also both of us we we didn't grow up together, but we grew up both playing music predominantly to people that fucking hated it. Yeah, yeah. Like that was our experience of playing music. So we the idea of like oh playing to some crowd that adore you it's never I'm not saying I wouldn't like it. We've we can probably count on maybe two hands. <laughs> the shows that we've done where there's actually, like, an energy coming from the audience yeah, yeah, yeah. that would vaguely match that which we're putting out. And, yeah. and every time I do that, I go, shit, oh, that must be what it's like for, like, you know, a band, like, that's got a big following, you know, like, like even maybe, like, Friends of Ours, like the Hard Ons or whatever, that must be what it's like for them a lot of the time, that yeah. a lot of the work is actually being done by the audience. Yeah, yeah. But for us, predominantly, we're usually kind of... Feeling a space that's you know you ha- just have to work twice as hard to kind of you know like a show like last night you know there's not a lot of people there so those people that are there you know like you have to have to work harder to give them a give good night. Give the energy, you know? yeah, yeah, um, because there isn't that sort of I don't know. There's just an energy that happens when there's a crowd of people focused
0: on. I, I get on that. Something. Um, you guys yeah. were the um, I guess of the unique like structure of the band um and it sort of throws everyone off because they're used to seeing like a like four or five piece and then all of a sudden two-piece smashing it out loud like get getting a good good um getting good vibes it kind of yes yeah, it's, it's why everyone was like whoa look at this man like people were <laughs> coming there was like a like a band on next door. People going out outside to get you know to have smoke or whatever, and then just hearing you guys and just coming over and being like, "What's going on in there?" You know. <laughs> um, so that that's a that's a a good thing, I think, that it kind of shocks people and then gets a, it draws their attention just yeah, to be something different.
2: Yeah, it can it can work that way. Like we've always kind of been accepted by metal audiences, yeah. you know, and and often we get that. You know, it's like we're too little. In stature, guys <laughs> making a huge noise, yeah. and for whatever reason, that's you know, it's it's kind of I don't know if it's respected, but it's you know, it's like a talking point or something. But, yeah, um, no,
0: it also carries respect, definitely does carry right. respect, I think. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um,
2: but, you know, then other it might repel other audiences, like you know, hip, hipsters in Melbourne often find it too much, you yeah. Know? So, it's yeah, it, it, it I, all, all depends.
0: I think that it's just anything that's too intense. uh, It makes people feel emotions that they're not used to feeling. So a natural reaction is to repel from that. Yeah, yeah. um, As opposed to embracing it and being accepting of... Seeing what happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: I'm a cook and it's the same as nine times out of ten people say, um, you put too much chilli in it. What they mean is, I'm not able to process that. Yeah. It's not, I didn't make the mistake. Yeah. it's got the right amount in it and if you can't take it that's fine it's not a bloody pissing contest but people's brains are usually wired to go well, everything happening around me yeah, must be yeah. what's wrong yeah. rather than so I mean music like anything is a language and most people don't have don't speak the same language as us musically so yeah. if they if they want to put some time into it then they'll usually get something out of it and they'll probably like what we do but most people don't have the, you know, most of what we're sending out is not being received by them. It just, yeah. it just gets received as noise. And, I mean, I can think of bands I saw when I was a kid that felt that way, that yeah. years later are, now seem actually quite pedestrian to me. Yeah. But at the time, it was just, oh, they were just throwing too many things out that yeah. I hadn't, so I couldn't really process them. It could be anything. It could be, like... You go to Turkey and people can dance in nine and seven. It's not weird to them. Yeah. But to an Australian, it's like, well, if it's not four or six, you know, yeah, I true. don't know what to do here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, it's what what you've, you know, gotten used to. No, I get And, I and get we, we just, we, we play, you know, we play heavy music as a two-piece. There's a lot of two-pieces doing heavy music nowadays, but they all seem to rely on toys and we're just to me it seems like oh thanks you, you left this great big chasm in heavy music yeah. like because most of them rely on delay pedals All or that sort of having stuff. 17 amps or yeah this or that which is fine like, i'm not not putting him down but you don't like get something for nothing like it always comes at a cost if you want to if you want to do a loop and then solo over it it's not the same yeah so no, I Jace can't do that so he has to kind of solo and then go oh hang on maybe i'll put in a low note or i yeah, have to yeah. go what am i going to do you know that that is what you're hearing yeah like, absolutely that intensity you're hearing two people go shit how do we fill this space without relying on you know gimmicks or toys or
0: or or technology yeah yeah that's cool like yeah. you mentioned um yeah toys on stage Do you guys have any uh, what sort of kit do you have set up at least there are like, uh, I mean, everything that we do could
3: have been done in 1967 or something. Yeah, yeah. Technically. Yeah, there's no, there's yeah. no tricks. It's yeah, I mean, Jace, Jace sometimes man. has delay for yeah. when I'm tuning my drums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or yeah. when we're doing an intro. Yeah. And that's it. And I, yeah. I have an acoustic drum kit, you know, and we don't have effects on our voice uh, besides, you know, maybe a bit of reverb if we're lucky. Uh, I mean, it's not, we're not, you know, we'll do whatever we want to do, but... We partly don't do that because we, we've toured a lot, and the more stuff you have, the more stuff breaks down, and yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So
0: you guys are just more or less just a, like um, untampered sounds, really. Yeah, yeah, pr- pretty
2: much. Yeah, I mean it's pretty old school when you think about it. Yeah, but we haven't. I guess we you know, at the beginning when we um, started the band, I thought I had to cover a lot more, you know, stuff. And I used the guitar amp and stuff. And, um, and it's just simplified over time for various reasons. And um, it feels better. It Feel, feels like us, you know, like when we're we're, we've, we've kind of come to a point where we hit our own thing. You yeah, know, yeah. absolutely. It,
3: it's more intense to us. Like it's, it's just, yeah, there's just something, because there's that feeling of like, oh, this could fall apart at any time. You know, like if, 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 if you stop playing bass it stops yeah. <laughs> you don't have other that's noise to yeah. 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 that's yeah. an you interesting sort of dynamic yeah.
2: it, it, it is actually very um, it's direct and the way we play yeah. uh, I always feel like um, yeah it could just you know we, we play in such a way that if you fuck something up yeah. it's pretty obvious what it is to us anyway like, yeah. um, there's a lot of critical <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. Done together, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's yeah. no. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like you guys have got so much momentum that if you stop, you'll fall over. Yeah, yes. yeah, That's really, yeah. It's a really, yeah. it's a
3: really good way to put it, actually. Yeah, yeah I, I like. There's, you can, it's, yeah. It's like if you're riding a bike a bit too fast, or you're running downhill yeah. a bit too fast, or yeah. you're um surfing a wave a bit too fast. They're all the same things that you know there you you're on the precipice yeah, of, I'll, the, I'll of the moment that things are going to fall apart <laughs> and that's what we do in our sets uh, yeah. and then we mix it up now with we're doing more kind of pop songs as well and
0: yeah yeah for sure no, that's good, man. It's good to mix it up with with all that stuff. We like. do have all to right. play. But anyway, yeah. um, thank you very much for catching up. Thanks very much. For, th- yeah, for thanks for us. the interview. It's a pleasure. Uh, we'll play the track after this. Off what album can I choose any song uh, from?
3: Yeah, I mean, we,
0: I stand behind <laughs> everything we've done. Cool. All right. Choose <laughs> whatever yeah. you Stick like. around yeah. and listen to yeah. a dead song here on Canberra Metalheads. Thank you. was dead with their new song, Commander. Recorded that interview down the South Coast last time I seen those guys play, which is really cool. We've played three of their tracks in the show so far, so I really like playing those guys and listening to them. They've been... They've got some rad stories to tell and some really cool gigs that they've been on, so it's good to have them on the show. Speaking of gigs, now it's time for the Canberra Metalhead's Gig Guide.
4: Giggity! (laughs) (laughs) Now it's time for the Gig
0: Guide. Canberra Metalhead's Gig Guide. Giggity. Um, At the basement. Ooh... Black Venom. Nylum. Arcane. Monolith. And Heathen Spawn. On the twenty-fifth of May at Transit Bar, we've got Zeolite. Arteries. Xenobiotic. Inhuman Remnants and Hostel. That one there um is also on the same night as the twenty-fifth of May at the basement. We've also got the 90s music festival as well. So that one there's you got two gigs in one night. Um, all uh, All picking up in Canberra, we're getting more and more gigs to choose from, which is rad. On the 1st of June... We got the uh, South Coast Metalheads Presents Heathenfest 3. On the bill, we've got Hobbs Angel of Death, Somnium Nox, Bastardizer, Gorgoth and Remains, mm-hmm. Black Mountain, Old, Unholy Vendetta, Beast Impaler, and Cuck Lord. So that one's a massive bill there, all down at Maria Waterfront on the 1st of June.
4: On the 12th of June, we have Make Them Suffer, After the Burial, uh, Saviour, and Gravemind.
0: On the 20th of June, at the basement, we've got Rings of Saturn. Uh, those guys are re- really cool to have. Those guys come through Canberra. Rings of Saturn, big band.
4: Yeah, uh, I've dug them for years, man. It's going to be sick.
0: Yeah, man. Actually, I remember um, some of the early days of, of some IR stuff. Moshman came around to give me a shirt, and I was listening to Rings of Saturn so loud I barely hear him hear him knocking on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, uh, then on the twenty fifth of June. Another big, um, big show at the basement with Born of Cyrus. and Chelsea a
4: Grin. Yeah,
0: that's gonna be sick too, dude. I've
4: I've played with both those bands before. Excellent show, um, excellent musos. Um, yeah, c- c- can't say much more, man. The, those guys kick it. Yeah, man.
0: Time. Dude, I remember when I first started like getting into metal. I seen a dude wearing a Chelsea Grin shirt. And I'm just like, oh, what's that band? Man tells me, and I went home looked it up, and that was like. You know when obviously when I was first starting to listen to metal, now they're playing in my own town. So,
4: yeah, yeah. Well, I I got to play with both of both of those uh, guys uh, not last year, the year before, and yeah, got got to meet uh, the dudes from Born of Osiris. Pretty pretty close. Um, yeah, super nice dudes. Super awesome team.
0: It's good to see. Rad, man. Um, then on the twenty sixth of June at the Basement.
4: Hardline Media presents. Girls' School venom
0: ink and raven yeah
4: venom ink is back and it's gonna bring the Satan to camera again
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man that, that's right the venom ink dude's coming back again like they did a good show before so it's good to be able to catch them again yeah man on the so moving now into august on the 23rd at the basement announced already we've got devil driver and all that remains Two massive bands tearing up the basement. Um, yeah, massive. Massive.
4: Yeah, another massive good score for the basement. Now we're going into the international section. So moving Ooh.
0: on. Moving now into the internationals, we've got... Yeah, massive
4: one announced by Soundworks touring: Dark Funeral. Immolation. The Mighty Abramelin. Christ Dismembered and Reaper. On the 6th of September in Sydney at the Crowbar. And on the 7th of September at Melbourne Max Watts. That's going to be a ripper, man.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's um, I I like how how they hype their announcements the day before. Everyone gets keen. Like I always follow them for the next day, (laughs) Um, and that's how that one came about. Yeah, sick. Um, And then another one in um, June, July tour, which is um, surrounded. um, It goes through New Zealand, right over to Australia. Um, the guys from Witch Skull are touring um, with Beast Wars. So we've had the guys from Witch Skull in on the show before and uh, now they're, they're touring, um, you know, touring doing the Australian and New Zealand tour with uh, Beast Wars on the 28th of June, Wellington, uh, 29th of June, Auckland. Uh,
4: 5th of July oh, yeah, yeah. in Christchurch, 6th of July in Dunedin and 11th of July in Sydney Crowbar. Twelfth of July in Melbourne at the Yettsby, and thirteenth of July in Brisbane at Dead of Winter Festival. Without which goal, but get to Dead of Winter Festival—it's massive.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, they get get around, get the um, catch some cool bands.
4: Yeah, yeah, pretty keen for Black and Open Air as well this year. It's gonna be sick. Yeah, man. Um, and I also seen Shred Fest is coming up as well. So there's Just a couple the international big festivals that are starting to pop up. Sick. It's yeah, good man. To see metal in Australia is alive and well
0: that's right that's how it sort of uh, goes about there's a couple little hypes for um, for upcoming festivals at the end of the um, the international gig fest so uh, yeah that closes out the um, the gig guide but remember if you have any other gigs that you uh, want us to share on the show make sure you send them through to us at um, we're on Canberra Metalheads at gmail.com and also available on Facebook and Instagram under Canberra Metalheads. Ski. Hi, my name's
4: Fraser. I'm from Zealite. I'm here with Carl Stella, and we're uh, promoting our show at the Transit Bar on the 25th of May
0: in Canberra. Hopefully you can come out and uh, have a bit of fun with us. G'day, mate. Come out. That was the Canberra Metalheads gig guide. A lot of cool shows in there. Great things happening um, around the place. So make sure you go out and see those ones. Um, a band with a gig coming up is. Um, in the next bracket so we'll be listening to uh savior with headstrong savior on canberra metalheads I'm was after the burial with lost in the static before that we had alpha wolf with no name and at the top we had savior with headstrong nice solid bracket there uh, all those bands have gigs coming up so make sure you check them out go on to the uh, the band pages and check out their upcoming events so that you can be sure to uh, get in time and also pre-purchase your tickets because that's the only way to um get in early and give promoters ideas about how many people are going to be there definitely helps uh helps the community and helps the scene helps the venues as well thanks for listening uh to the show so far i hope you guys had fun listening to uh the dead interview and also the track listings had a bit of a punk show today and then finished up with some um some heavier stuff there at the end uh obviously with after the burial those guys are i still get blown away by how rad um rad that track sounds just that riff it makes your ears prick up as soon as it comes on every time. But uh, thanks for listening to the show so far. This has been episode 51. Uh, remember to follow all the band pages on their social media um, and also follow Canberra Metalheads on social media. You've got Facebook, Instagram, and uh, also if you want to uh, check out our selection of Metalheads merch. And we've got a big cartel site which is Metalheads LTD at Big Cartel. Uh, closing up the show now with some Aversions Crown, the bleeding process. And until next time, keep it metal. You've been listening to Marky Malpas on episode 51 Canberra Metalheads.